Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the best world athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on and time to get going. Hey guys, so welcome back to Wild and Basic. So today we are going to be talking about vanity metrics. Uh, I think vanity metrics are something that we come across uh, so many times in our lives generally, not just with social media. I think it is associated with social media because there's just numbers everywhere on social media. You know, there's like subscribers on YouTube, there's followers on Instagram, like likes on Facebook, again likes on um, Instagram then views on TikTok like there is so much to look at but these are uh, considered vanity metrics but there are also you know other things that that could be considered vanity metrics like um, like your ad spend and everything because none of these essentially um, directly sometimes help you reach your business goals again there is some things that we are going to be talking about how that will eventually but not directly all the time. So we will get into more detail, uh, but that's today's topic. So before that, a little bit of update. Actually, so uh, I was initially gonna think, of, like kind of mention something else, but like yesterday, because I'm recording this episode like in the morning, yesterday we saw a early preview of a Hugh Jackman new movie. It's called Reminiscence. It's a pretty interesting movie. Uh, I knew that I was wanted to see it anyways, uh, but it was cool that like Warner Brothers would like want to want to see early previews. Like sure, and it was IMAX, so it was not bad. Idea, not bad at all. So movie was definitely interesting. Uh, the plot and everything, pretty like it's like simple but and complicated at the same time. But all I have to say is like Hugh Jackman was perfect for this role and it was like like the images and the visuals were amazing. I would 100% recommend if you want, like if you're thinking about seeing it, definitely see it in IMAX or Dolby Cinema, whatever they're calling it, honestly. I mean, there's definitely two of it, but I meant like seeing it in a big screen, you will thank me later because the visuals are everything in this movie because it's shot in Miami and Louisiana and it's like post-apocalypse world where uh, most of Miami is like under the water so everyone is going to places by a boat and stuff so it's pretty cool again the plot is like little strange like simple and complicated at the same time but like visuals are everything so would definitely recommend it and I think he did such a great job with the I mean the actor Hugh Jackman and the concept is cool kind of like reliving your past moments nostalgia I guess uh through this machine of his so I feel like 
it was cool to look at. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Like, I would definitely recommend for anyone who wants to go to movies. Especially because, like, I feel like fall is coming now. <laughs> Again, this might be just New York thing or East Coast thing because weather is going to be getting colder. So there's not going to be much opportunities besides just going out to movies, um, eating dinner outside. I mean, not outside, like at the restaurant so there aren't that many activities i feel like movies are going to be more thing but we'll see how things are going to turn out because this delta is definitely like changing the plans we are already like i don't know need to upload our masks and like i mean upload our vaccines online which is fine totally with me but there are a couple places like in our building like we have to start wearing masks again so things are we are kind of like backsliding I just hope not for long, just like, it's like precaution, but that's just a little bit about what's going on, and so let's get started on today's topic. Let's, like, define what vanity metrics are. I mentioned a little bit, but this is essentially, in a simple word, anything that, uh, our audience can see is vanity metrics. Uh, in this aspect I guess I'm going to be talking specifically with social media because that's what I know the most uh, but there are again other things that could be considered vanity metrics like your website traffic or how many people you have in your email list or whatever you know there are like a bunch of things but simply put anything your audience can see uh, is considered vanity metric likes comments subscribers followers stuff like that so these numbers can easily be boosted like you know you can always i don't know like work with a company that can help you build make i mean change your branding and like update it a little bit or just have some strategies that can really help you so these numbers can be uh you know can be updated or you can seriously just have a viral tiktok or real and that can boost your brand's reputation but what i'm trying to come at is that like they're called vanity metrics because they're vanity they're not directly like connected with the profitability or the way that your business is doing because it's it's just not that's why it's called vanity metrics because they are um they're just not guaranteed and they can definitely change every single day. Only way they can be guaranteed is they are purchased or, you know, people buy followers or likes all the time. So that's just how it how it works. But they don't equal, they are not equal to more business or more money. Um, like you can definitely like, you know, you should be keeping track of them. Honestly, it really depends on... The, like what you are trying to do this is something i thought about like the other day and that's why I, I actually wanted to make this episode because i just wanted to put it out here so like some people shouldn't have to worry about obviously if your full-time job is a content creator or social media right like brands are hiring you for this that's a different story because yeah um like brands hire you because you have a lot of followers or likes engagement whatever but also they hire you because you have content like you create content for them 
but you also have an influence. You can have an influence with thousand followers. You can also have an influence with, I don't know, ten thousand followers. It just depends on like how it works, like how influential you are, I guess. Uh, but again, it's just different nowadays. Brands even pay for people who have just ten thousand followers. I just remember when I first started, brands were not paying anything. I mean, anything uh, with people who have ten thousand followers. That was just like, well, no, I can give you this, this discount, whatever stuff like that. But nowadays. I'm just saying you can definitely do that, but that's a different story. What I'm trying to come at is that like those are just numbers. There are more things that are important because you can deliver these numbers, like um, you can deliver the likes, the engagement, or stuff like that. But the other things could be like, are you going to deliver the clicks? But that's also something else. Is like you can sometimes buy all of these things. Like you can buy clicks, you can buy likes, you can buy shares. Like there are so many things you can buy, and that's why sometimes you have to be really, really careful what you're trying to do. And that's why I'm trying to come at this. Like these are just vanity metrics.、Uh, they don't define you or your business. As a social media influencer, those are some of the things to like. It's it's something you need to look at. Uh, sometimes I tell myself like you don't have to look at them all the time because that kind of gets into your brain and you're kind of like, wait, I'm losing followers, likes, or I'm getting less likes or more likes. Like, I mean, more likes is always good, so don't get me wrong. But what I'm trying to come at is like you kind of have to accept it and don't be so obsessive about it because things change and、um, there's so many factors that can really affect the way. Your content is performing. Obviously, you can always,、um, you know, keep change your content or make it better. But also, there are other factors outside of your content that sometimes doesn't like. It's just not nothing to do with you. It's just more to do with the platform. Sometimes there's algorithm change. There are things. So that's why those、um, numbers can fluctuate a lot. Now let's talk from a business perspective. This is why actually I wanted to make this episode. So, from a business, yes, it is great to have look that like oh you have many followers or you have many likes, right? But as a business, followers or likes are not going to pay your business bills or just pay you. You know, as a business owner or CEO, or, or have a salary, right? Like that doesn't that doesn't work like that. Yeah, some of those likes or followers、uh, could be converted into customers, but not directly. Sometimes it doesn't. So that's why you need to think about this. Like as a business owner, you need to be thinking more about like somewhat clicks, but more about the sales, because. When we talk about、uh, like vanity metrics, right? We never. Sometimes we don't even think about it because these are those are just numbers, right? You can always、uh, boost those numbers. You can make them look better. But sales are so hard, and that's why those are so important because that's the return on your investment. You have to think about what makes it like what like what is important to you as a business. I'm trying to come at in here like. As a business owner or as a brand, vanity metrics are not that important to you. Even if you get maybe fifty、um, likes,、uh, that's fine. Only time this becomes kind of like weird, 
were kind of, I don't know, strange to me is that like, you know, when brand has like maybe 100K or more followers and they only get like, um, I don't know, barely 100 likes, that gets questionable. But sometimes I also understand this. Again, that's why I'm trying to say like it doesn't matter for a brand. For a person, that's a different story. But for a brand, because brands are sometimes like they don't get enough likes it's just a thing like it's it's like an industry thing unless that brand is posting constant like really really engaging posts or they're posting like uh some people famous people or they're posting somewhat like sensual pictures like you really have to it, it really has to have like a certain aesthetic that like that can grab people's attention because otherwise brands main like main goal is to make sales and most of the time the biggest mistake that brands make is that like posting uh, each content like they are trying to make sales like you you cannot do that if you keep doing that people are going to keep liking it less and less because it's almost like every post is saying like buy me buy that buy this buy sale 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 um that just kind of gets annoying because it just doesn't seem authentic so if you want to make your brand uh like i don't know more connected to your audience you have to be like maybe one post that could be sale or like this is what we have another post is like oh i love this or this is what we are about this is kind of cool this is what our brand values are this is what we support some things that that can connect you to your audience this is again something to do with just branding overall, but more I'm trying trying to talk is like that's why it affects the way that people like your vanity metrics can be lower because it just doesn't resonate with your audience that much. But again, that doesn't mean that you're doing terrible as a business. If you're getting enough sales, that doesn't matter to you. So I think again, most of the time these vanity metrics is about the your ego. Like that's why like I feel like brands some, most of the time don't care because you have to, brands are just brands right like their goals is the sales it's not a person uh, but when it comes to personal brand you know we do care so much about it because it goes it gets in the way in our ego we like oh my god if i don't get like 100 likes that means like my picture is not good or i don't look good or whatever i mean i used to think like that but i just don't care but what i'm trying to say is like uh, that's what they are for essentially and that's one of the biggest reasons why actually instagram wanted to you know hide the likes and everything and now there's actually options for that too so like you can hide your likes or hide comments or hide the likes from everyone like in your profile like so when you log in in your account you don't see no one's likes it just says others I mean, people can see their likes, but like you just don't see their likes because you don't want them to, you don't want that to affect you, which is great because at that point, you're only looking at the content that you really like versus the content that you are thinking, wow, this got 2,000 likes or 10,000 likes, this must be good. So again, those are just metrics that that could be easily changed with one simple video or I don't know, one simple picture that can go viral. So that's why I'm trying to come at in here that like I think sometimes uh, we get so sucked into these numbers 
again, these numbers are something that is important when it comes to business page or when it comes to marketing, when it comes to branding and everything. But I know from a fact, like um, when I say this, and, and when I even heard about this from my teacher back in, like, I don't know, this was a while ago, maybe it was my AP class or maybe it was my first class in college. I was so surprised myself too. It's like most of the time these numbers are, I'm not going to say fake, but they are like, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> like, I don't want to say like they are like um, bought, but most of the time they are exaggerated. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. They are exaggerated. What I mean by that is that like you can always um, make these numbers bigger or a lot more very easily. Like, just I'm gonna say perfect example for myself yeah some days like I don't get you know as many likes or as many impressions right but one day I can post like a picture that is shirtless or somewhat uh, suggestive right that can easily get those numbers easily that's just for me but I'm saying there are so many things you could do for your brand that can boost those numbers very easily. But that doesn't mean that you are getting, um, uh, what I mean, like you're getting something in return for your business. That's what I'm trying to come at. It's like sometimes you have to use those pictures or you have to use those methods uh, for good for your business so that can do better for you. But what I'm trying to mean, like those impressions, those likes, those comments, everything that could be boosted very easily. And I know brands and that's what I was trying to come at. Like my teacher was telling me like, you can like first buy them, but you can also like, like there are some companies that sends automatic traffic that can boost those numbers very easily. You can share them in so many places. Like there's, um, used to be this place, I forgot the name, Stumble Upon, something like that. This is essentially like um, traffic, but I don't think it's driven by people. It's like automatic traffic or something. Um, there's a word for it, I forgot. But it's not really driven by people. So what I'm, but it can automate, like it can increase your traffic a lot. I don't know if this website still exists, but like when I was in college, they, they were talking about this a lot. So I'm just saying there are so many like ways that you can increase these numbers. I know this from even my Pinterest is that like sometimes like I get like, I don't know, 50K or 100K views a month or visitors a month. That doesn't mean that I'm making 100K a month. Like I'm just saying those numbers can be easily adjusted because if you post a lot, if you do a lot, that's what I'm trying to come at is that like maybe it doesn't apply so much on Instagram, but like I know for TikTok is like if you want to, get if you want to see more views in your like entire dashboard when you go to your analytics post more that could be easily changed I, I mean that's just so random like so very simple one but i'm saying there's so many ways you can easily change that but that doesn't always um that's not always equal to more money or i don't know just more business to you so i'm just trying to make a difference from that a last example I wanted to give in here is that like this is something important uh, that I just realized like the I don't know like I think yesterday because I was always concerned with my podcast account 
because let's be honest, I feel like podcast is something, um, I mean, it's very personal, people connected to it, but it's also super, super hard to grow. Uh, I have to be honest with you guys. Um, in order to get to where I'm right now, yes, it's been just a year now, but it has taken so long. Like, I feel like if I started this from another channel or another, like, place, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe Facebook, not Facebook, okay, no, ugh, uh, TikTok or YouTube somewhere else, I could have easily doubled or tripled the numbers that I'm getting at, with my, uh, with my uh, podcast account because it's very difficult. And I, and I used to think that, like, this was just me that like, oh my God, like I'm not getting these numbers. It's very hard because I have seen also, like heard from uh, like a very, um, not very famous, but like very uh, hardcore podcaster because I was in his like, not class, but more like fireside chat. Uh, I forgot, I just forgot his name. Yeah, how I built this. This is a very, very famous business podcast with Guy Raz. He gets like, I think millions, um, yeah, millions every episode, millions of downloads every episode. He was telling me that like, um, there are so many celebrities, they start a podcast and they probably have like millions of followers. They don't always automatically translate to downloads or it doesn't sometimes even uh, translate to downloads for 1%. It's just very different platform and very difficult. And that's what I used to think that like before even I was starting the podcast, I was just thinking like at least maybe one or 5% would uh, join that. It wasn't a fact that like they didn't want to join, but I think because it's such a new, not, I guess it's still new to many people, but also there are so many people still don't listen to the podcast on a regular day. Sometimes they do on one episode or another episode. That's why I see sometimes spikes, but not all the time. And I'm just trying to connect it with this because I sometimes even post about my podcast, right? You can get likes or whatever, right? When I look at the downloads, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I can see a spike, very rare occasion, but that doesn't automatically correlate to the downloads. Like there are times, like because my podcast is also has its own, um, you know, podcast uh, channel, on, well, podcast account on Instagram, and it. And I have to be honest, like it sometimes, like only time it gets like really good, um, I don't know, likes or like good amount of likes, um, on a rare occasion. Uh, but most of the time, it's because of the memes I post, or sometimes when I post about the. Um, these uh these clips from the from the recordings uh with the guests and everything and i post it as a reel and those always gets like thousand views so easily gets thousand views sometimes it gets even more but what i mean is like that doesn't correlate to the 1000 or 4000 downloads i generally get that but i i mean like it doesn't add to the what i get on a regular day Sometimes it does, but on a regular, on a regular occasion, most of the time it doesn't. This is what I'm trying to come at is like, and sometimes like I used to see like, um, likes, maybe 15 likes or 10 likes. Then I also remember that I went to some other podcast accounts, which has way more followers than me and they get the same amount of likes. I'm just saying like, it, it, it's not, it doesn't mean that like they're doing terrible or they're not getting enough downloads. Um, it just means that like, it's just, I think it's such a different thing uh, or different way to connect with people. And 
that's why it doesn't resonate with the people all the time and that is okay that doesn't mean that it's terrible or it's not doing well it just means like you have to pay attention what matters to you or to your business or uh, versus what is shown to you because these things can look really impressive like uh again from what i'm mentioning is like yeah like seeing my reels getting uh thousands of views right yes that looks so impressive but what does that get me right like yeah it is cool but what can i get from that like i keep thinking "Mm, like what do i get yeah like it looks cool only thing i can think of is that like um yeah maybe advertisers can like i can charge more for advertisers but like no you cannot charge you cannot use your podcast um i mean it's a very rare occasion that like your podcast can be sponsored like that on instagram because you know like my podcast was only had like a couple thousand followers and i other people i know though like not a lot of followers but even the people i know uh that have like maybe over ten thousand followers with their podcast account they still don't have sponsorship like on that account it's just for the podcast so that's what i'm trying to say is like yeah it might look impressive to you know have that many views or download i'm not not downloads like views but that doesn't help you you know like it just looks cool it just looks so impressive you're like wow that's so cool right it just it's not translates to what your like um what your goal is Uh, i'm just trying to say it's like main goal for everyone in the podcast industry um i know this for sure because i've talked to so many people about this is the downloads that's what people care about downloads 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 um yes when you have advertiser uh, obviously does that also i mean ties to downloads but on top of the downloads um that ties to how many people from the who downloaded the episode will click on that or take an action right again those are more things but again the biggest thing in there is that like the downloads but from trying to come at this like downloads is something that people cannot see which means they're not the vanity metrics they are the metrics that like they're they're the metrics that actually matters because that's how people make decisions on your channel or on your podcast and that's how advertisers reach out to you just a basic thing Uh, but i'm trying to come at this like these things that we see like impressions and reach right like that's also something that like that could be um that's something that like you need to think about more because impressions and reach are often looked as a metric that people think it is so so valuable but sometimes it's not because it can look so so impressive when you look at it and you're like oh my god i have twenty thousand or two hundred thousand reach or impression and I want to explain this here because not a lot of people know. So <laughs> reach is something that is like, let's just say one person sees your post, right? That is considered one reach. So that means 200, if you have like 20,000 reach, that means you have reached to 20,000 people. Impressions, on the other hand, is the ones that are like, let's just say I am... I'm the same person that saw it, right? But I came back and saw it again. 
So I, it's the same person. It's not a different person. Same person, but saw it twice. So that counts as two impressions. And if I saw it five times, that counts as six or five impressions. Which you can see from that, impressions can easily be like tripled or quadrupled the numbers. It could be massive. And <laughs> this is so like kind of funny to me sometimes, but that could easily be... Um, I don't know, like sold in so many marketing places. I know like whenever um, sometimes I like talk to these companies or they like reach out to me, they're like, we get this many impressions, this many that like, okay. Like, I don't know how many of those impressions are actually reach. Like how many people are seeing that because those impressions can be like, you know, you can still have maybe have thousand, um, you can have maybe thousand reach, but your impressions could be 10,000, you know? I mean, very rare, but it could be. You never know. I'm just saying it's, it's it could be <laughs> very different. But what matters is that, like, let's just say from that 20,000 or 200,000, whatever thousand impressions reach you have, how many of them are engaging with your content? How many of them are saving it or sharing it? That's what matters the most because that's how you're going to know people are... Um, interested in your content people are trying to connect with you if you're a personal brand and versus like um the you know versus like an actual brand that sells a product so these are just some things that are considered actionable metrics so actionable metrics are i just mentioned like um like impressions and reach something that's also included in uh, actionable metrics but it is just more included in a way that like how many people are reached or how many people that there's a potential that could be reached but more things that goes into it like purchase you know then there's save in the you know on on instagram or i don't know like people signing up to your email list is like that's that is still considered actionable metric because they, they are showing interest in that. So um, these are some things that like you can you have to think about. Um, obviously, there are things that like um, I just mentioned is that like follows, likes, subscribers. Those are considered many metrics. I I don't think actionable metrics are a thing, but it's more just like I was just saying is like I think those are something that like that requires more action and requires an extra step or that people are most likely to do something. I think uh, on social media, especially on social media, actually, yeah, saves and shares are the biggest uh, actionable metrics that you can think of because I know this from myself. If I save a post, most likely I'm going to come back to that to do something. Either I'm going to replicate a post to because I was inspired from it that I want to make a similar photography or I wanted to buy that product or I don't know something about it or if I shared it it's like I kind of liked it or I wanted to send it to someone else it's like there's so many things to it but again this shows that like I am really really interested versus like me just liking it sometimes I even think that like comments are actionable sometimes but I feel like because nowadays comments have become so redundant because it can also be bought easily replicated easily 
you know, like it, it's just, I feel like it lost its actionable value. So it's also considered a vanity metric. So more things is that like saves and shares. But when it comes to like um, anything outside of social media, uh, I want to mention is like, it's definitely like how many people, not how many people actually, uh, people just signing up to your mail list, like uh, essentially getting a list. I think uh, people who are signing up to your emails, uh, that means that they have some sort of interest in your business and that is totally actionable. Obviously people who are you know, purchasing something from you, that is actionable. Um, and also just like there are other things like you know I just mentioned like downloads, that is actionable too because that requires extra effort and also people wouldn't just download something that they are not interested in. Uh, because the last thing I'm going to mention is like, this is connected to it is because like we are all, we all have so much stuff that we take, like we take pictures every day. We download things every day. Like, I don't know. We take videos every day. Like our storage is an important thing in our computer, in our laptop. I mean, in our uh, iPad, in our phones. Right. So you wouldn't want to download something that you are not interested in because that's going to take space on your phone. Um, Obviously, this could be a little different if you're an older generation and you don't know much about the storage or you don't care so much about the storage. But I feel like most people um, in this age group that in our my age group that like we care so much about it. So obviously, we wouldn't download something that we are not so interested in. Again, that is actionable metric. Okay, guys. So these were some of the things that my thoughts about the vanity metrics i think this is so important to um just give a thought to it because uh, i didn't make this episode to say that like vanity metrics like likes comments subscribers all of these they don't matter because they really do but what i'm trying to come out is like don't become so obsessed with it and think that like that is what your value is worth because i want to conclude it with this um i think there was this um I used to follow this guy, but I don't follow it anymore. But he was saying that being famous on Instagram is like being rich in Monopoly. You know, in Monopoly, if you're rich, it's like, yeah, you look, it looks good that you're rich, right? In that game, but you're not actually rich, right? So that's what he was trying to say that like, you know, you can be so famous on um social media but that doesn't that's not equal to being rich or making more money so because there are so many people who have i mean less followers but they they make like six figures or seven figures uh in business but there are people who have millions of followers and they barely make that because again it really depends on how you monetize your business but also because those vanity metrics are not equal to business you have to think about that. I think sometimes we get caught up in the moment and keep thinking that like, oh, I have to get this many likes or I want to get this many likes. And that's why sometimes you're posting like um, the content that you know that's going to get a lot of likes. But don't just post those content with no purpose. And that's why I think sometimes people struggle with. And that's what I wanted to give this last advice is that like, if you know that like your picture was, I don't know, somewhat suggestive picture or the picture was colorful or the picture or the video or the content you know that's going to do well don't just post it with no purpose yeah a couple times you can do it just for the fun of it so you can connect with your audience more because you don't want to just keep selling 
or keep asking them for more things. You can just be like, buy, 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 or sell, sell, sell. Sometimes you need to connect. But the time that like you actually want to sell something, use that content or use that video to sell it versus just posting a content that's not going to look so well. Because posting a content that's going to look good in vanity metrics, but it can also turn into actionable metric is something that I think um, we should all think about. All right, guys, so that was the episode for today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>